Hey, if it doesn't sound like me, that's because I'm playing with my voice today. I just want this to sound a little different every time you come so that you don't know what you're going to get. Today, it's about excellent dentistry is cheap. Warren, define cheap. 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 Adjective. Of an item for sale, low in price, worth more than its cost. As in, that implant seemed expensive, but really it was cheap. Why was that implant cheap? Not because it cost $500, but because and lasted three months and caused a great deal of pain, but because it cost $3,000 and lasted a lifetime. Are we going to see this as relative? We have all experienced this and we should have known better. It happened more times than we care to admit. You got what you paid for. I think it happens now more than ever. We often take the advice of others while trying to make a purchasing decision instead of actually talking to an expert. In dentistry, that's like a patient Googling their healthcare and then taking the advice of other strangers as they should just travel to a foreign country to get their dentistry because it's cheaper in that foreign country. An implant in the foreign country costs less than half the price. It's $500. And it worked for me. I was just there last month. We talk about the horror stories. We try to convince people not to take the advice of search engines and strangers. And yet, we do it ourselves, don't we? How often have I, have you, shopped for something and instead of getting the advice of an expert, which are harder and harder to come across because of our own downfalls as human beings... We start relying on friends who swear that the one and only product they've ever tried is absolutely the best in the world and you should do the same. They've only ever been exposed to that one brand. They've only ever bought that one kind and they've only used it for what they want for their own use in their own environment. They're not you. They didn't ask you a question about what you're using it for exactly and try to get to the bottom of the actual problem that you have and try to solve your problems. They didn't ask what you really needed. They just said, well, this is what I use. You never even knew the right questions to ask yourself. They never consulted, never knew that there's a myriad of even better products, treatments, and tradesmen that could have offered a better solution. Again, back to the the patient who has a sore tooth and goes online and starts asking their Facebook friends and strangers about a treatment because somebody told them they think what they think they needed. They Googled and they think they have their own answer instead of you educating them. They found their own experts. We do this all the time. And in our business, they are called gurus promoting their own brand of product, their own personal gain. A lot of my blogs were written about these salesmen in our business. They're fantastic salesmen. You go to a course, they tell you about the product, you get a hands-on demo. Before you leave, you've drank some of that psychedelic water because now you're spreading the word about that product and technique. And that's the one and only way to go. You tell your friends, welcome to the cult. Why do we lose our minds? One of the reasons that I have huge respect for CRA and Dr. Gord Christensen is because at the time when I was reading this all the time, he was publishing scientific articles, including cost of materials per use and real life results. I hope you subscribe or work with an expert who subscribes and pays attention to these independent clinical results and scientific results. 
Don't always listen to the people who are self-motivated. Listen to the people who give the best advice independent of their own personal gain. So go and check out Clinician's Report. To me, it's a must for every dentist that doesn't want to just read the brochure that comes in the door with five studies pointed out that were all sponsored by the manufacturer. In our industry, it's difficult to get independent results, but it makes sense. If you're going to launch a product, you can't just put it on the market without testing it and proving that it works. You need to do some types of trials. But what are you going to publish after you've invested millions of dollars only to find out that, hmm, my product isn't as strong as the other one, but it's more flexible. Maybe it goes in quicker, but it doesn't have this other characteristic. So you publish your reports and your studies based on your strengths, not your weaknesses. And it is prejudiced. You ignore those portions of the results and instead talk about the areas where you are good. And clinicians report doesn't care about that. They actually care about real world dentistry by actually being in a clinic and actually using the product and having multiple types of patients and different settings. They will tell you what to expect from that product with no bias because the manufacturer didn't pay them to rate the product. Rather, they voluntarily sent it to them. Like consumers reports for the general public, the foundation is subscribed. Uh, supported by subscriptions of its members to publish results independent of manufacturer claims. Then we still need more than that because we want to know what's the street credibility. So there's a, um, there's a ratings company called Reality. Reality Publishing features all the unbiased product evaluations that you've come to rely on when choosing products for your practice. It's independent research but street credibility. And talking about street credibility, we do have to ask our friends. I don't want to be the first guy out there using something that nobody in my area has used. Maybe even after the street credibility and the scientific reports, maybe in my area with our types of patients and the type of dentistry we practice, it's not a very good idea. Maybe my people here won't respond to those types of treatments. Maybe it's something I shouldn't even be thinking about. So there's a bullshit factor and there's I have a problem with the salesman in the industry and I will say that at times in my career I've been a shitty salesman the worst time in my uh, life is actually my own fault I learned to believe the ratings uh, the ratings company that never had a bad review there's a ratings company that I didn't mention that I don't know if I believe in how they do their testing. It's not my own personal preference. doesn't say that they're bad for everything. I just don't like the way that they do things. That maybe manufacturers pay them to evaluate their products and then assign a rating after that and then they put that star rating on their valuations. The problem is they paid that rating company to find the results that they discovered they needed to do together. And if they got a bad result in a certain area, rather than doing a publication, even though it's already on the market, rather than publishing that report and telling people we didn't like it, they prefer not to publish anything. Manufacturer goes, I'm going to put it on the market anyways. We just won't mention that I didn't get a good review here. Don't like that. So... I believed this company for several products and sold several products that had ratings that were ranked on how they evaluate it. And 
I ended up getting burned. I trusted a biased opinion. I also trusted the salesman of the product who only sold that brand, but they were an incredible salesman. They convinced me even after my decade in the business that this at the time, that this product was the best bonding agent that ever came because it no longer needed etching gel and it was going to be incredible game changer. I wanted to be first on that. I trusted the company that gave me a spiff to go out and sell it to as many people. They gave me a contest to go out and sell as much of it as I could. This product changed my life forever because it failed. I sold a ton of it and my doctors who installed it on their patients did hundreds of restorations that had to be redone because they fell out and they stained and they had problems. And then I decided I could never face that problem again. I would never put my integrity on the line and tell people there's only one way and one product. My research changed from that point and Everything mattered to me on the independent testing, long-term street credibility, reality of my friends having tried it and telling me that it actually works after it's been on the street. At one point, it had to have five years of credibility but before I would even consider the product to tell my friends about. Don't care about spiffs. Don't care about being the hot new product on the market that I'm missing out. I will let my competitors sell that hot new technique until I know it works. The biased reviews were purchased. The gurus were paid to promote any product that this manufacturer launched. The product failed aesthetically, mechanically, and it caused an entire industry to lose faith in self-edged products that even continues to this day. It is and has always been my goal to help this industry eliminate these issues, help educate you on value. I am not the only one who learned lessons from that old style marketing. I do believe we are at a much better place and I no longer have to wait five years to launch a product because the products for the most part are already excellent and we don't have a lot to add to it. So I really watch the value and how it adds to time and thus time factors was evolved. So excellent dentistry is cheap. It's the subject of this blog. So do you tell people that your dentistry is excellent without a deep self-evaluation of the products, skills, and techniques you use? Did you go through a time like I did when you were touting the latest hot product, believing the bullshit in uh, biased reports and biased people telling you it was the best thing since the bee's knees? I think a self-evaluation is important. Do we all understand in this business that 6% of the cost of the dentistry that you do, or maybe your supply costs are 4%, or maybe they're 8%, but do you understand that the 4, 6, 8% of the end result of the pro is related to the product that we use, and yet it is so very critical to the final result. Using a restorative material that is a brand name that has street credibility, that has many years of reliability, compared to getting one that's half the price, which can compromise, is the difference between 6% and 4% often. We do understand when we have to redo our dentistry, but The bigger factor I'm trying to point out is 
6% on average is the cost of the product that we are installing. 80% of the cost of dentistry is related to labor. It might be 50% for owner, 30% for team, depending on how efficiently you run your clinic. And the amount of efficiency is related to your team, your skill, and how efficiently we perform, how predictable the outcome and how long it lasts. Because doing a failed restoration leads to people coming back for dentistry that you can't charge for. At worst case, it actually leads to them going somewhere else to fix your work and a bad review, which costs you 10 more patients. Time factors is the skill of relating the quality and excellence of the products you use based on two factors. First and foremost, when you pick dental products that 4% to 8% of your overhead, patient first, the most important factor. Products that you choose must be scientifically proven, independently proven. They have to have street credibility. They need to be good for the patient, offering a longer lasting, more reliable and predictable outcome. Because if you have a longer lasting, more reliable and predictable outcome, then it's actually cheaper for the patient to pay your fee because it lasts longer, it's more reliable and predictable. You never make a choice based only on the price of the product, like going from 6% to 5% and compromise because you know that buying something cheap costs more in dentistry that you have to redo. It's not worth it, in my opinion, to consider dental supplies just a commodity because the service that the salesmen bring to you by consultative advice, the same way that you consult your patient on the best treatment, dental supplies are a treatment plan for you to provide excellent service to your patient. So for you, if you have to redo your dentistry because of a poorly chosen product, the patient doesn't return and it fails. It's the excellent dentistry. That's why you want to start in this business to begin with. And the quality begins with the products you choose to install and the techniques and the skills you learn. So time factors is first about the patient, longer lasting, more reliable and predictable outcomes from the products you choose. Number two is about the business. Time factors is first for a patient, secondly about business. Because you understand how to relate the cost of the product you're installing to the procedure being performed. You know how to convey the message to your patients that you charge a fee for service, not based on cheaper and basic dental services where somebody else tells you you have to do it at this price so you compromise. Rather, you believe in a predictable outcome using quality materials and techniques that you've learned and relative to the fee guide, even though it may be slightly more expensive, or maybe you found a way to make it at the fee guide, the bottom line is your patient has excellent dentistry at a cheaper price because it lasts longer. The fee is relative to the cost of the superior product and more important, the superior skill and technique you use, not based on what an insurance company or benefit plan dictates. If we continue to allow a race to the bottom and having other people dictate what the cost is going to be and have our consumers buying based on that and setting the example ourselves instead of recognizing the quality of the people we work with and the consultative advice that our dentists give to us as patients or maybe our consultants on materials help trying to help us do a better and more 
um, efficient job, we will be in a race to the bottom and we will result in poor dentistry and poor healthcare. If we compromise our products, skills, and team members and businesses to promote cheap based on price, we will be in a race to the bottom. Last, I want to talk about the 6% and 94%. 6 and 94. Your cost to create an incredible smile is 6% materials. Maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Technically, the materials cost is the markup you enjoy. Your profit is about, if it's 6%, it's 16.6 times what you paid for the product is what you're charging. But is that actually your cost? What are the other costs of your product? Up to 80% is labor and profit. In a well-run, efficient clinic, 80% is labor and profit. The ability to increase production can result in a lower cost to your product. Once we understand the concept, we can excel at the products we provide. A lower cost product is one that doesn't fail because a fail means a redo. A fail is a loss of confidence from our customer. It's a loss of a referral. There's less people coming in the door. Excellent dentistry is cheap because it lasts longer. We need to learn to tell this story and quit beating each other up. I stole this. uh, I was looking for a story to give an example, but you know what I'm talking about. You've bought something cheap that you wish you didn't. You spent a little more money and it lasted way longer. And ultimately, it was actually less expensive. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Time factors values our time in life, our precious, most precious commodity compared to the value of something that we bought, like the physical commodity of what we bought versus our time. And when it comes down to it, time equals money. So if a more expensive item is needed and it's indeed higher quality and it does last longer, there's a good reason to pay more for it. That does include your dental supplies and it includes the consultative advice that you get on that. Cheap people see cost as the bottom line while frugal people see value. When longevity means more, spend more. Longer life can be worth the cost.